Well, hello and welcome to the DC United Kingdom podcast. This is season three and episode 21. And I'm your host, as you can see, just along this bit here, because this is all new. I'm using Restream rather than OBS. My name is James Graham and alongside me over this side, and I get it right first time, it's Angus for making his debut on the show. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, it's been a it's been a, a, a nice week. Um, slightly productive at work, slightly not. You know, it's yeah. been a great fall week. We've actually hit fall here, <laughs> sort of. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, you know, second summer could be right around the corner here in Virginia. You never know. Uh, yeah. But it's been a good week, and hopefully, hopefully, three points tomorrow. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. We will uh, giving you guys out there a little preview of what is to come. Um, we have got Cincinnati this weekend, but also we'll be looking back over the uh, game last weekend, which was at a fantastic time for me because it was at eight. Well, it kicked off at eight fifty p.m. local time for me, which was just I went to bed at a normal time for once after a DC game. So that was awesome. Um, but other things we've got coming up on today's show, we've got the score prediction updates, uh, but. That is happening between me, Tom, and Daniel. As you will see, they're not here. They are snowed under with work at the moment. So it is what it is. Um, we've got, obviously, a bit of news to come up. Like I said, we've got the catch-up with the game against Atlanta United um, with a few interesting talking points. Uh, the preview. And then if you've got any questions, please do hit them up in the chat. We've got one already. So if you've got anything, let us know, and we will answer them live on the show. So... As you said, it's fall, um, or as we like to call it over this side of the pond, autumn. Um, but yeah, it's leaves are turning different colours. It's starting to get a bit cold. Um, I don't know what what it's like over there for you. Have you had to turn the heating on yet? Uh no. I mean, Good. it was <laughs> it it got down to I don't know sixty five ish last night, which is Fahrenheit for something over there. It's above uh, freezing. 65, um, 65 you said let me have a look yeah it's oh 18 degrees oh, that's yeah that's, that's nice yeah no yeah that's here good. here in here in northern virginia it's kind of temperate I, I cracked the windows last night you know turned off the ac turned the fan on it was it was great huh. um huh. leaves start haven't started to change just yet all the way but it gets no. it because fall in virginia is a little bit longer than it is in other places especially probably in england where it just gets more muggy and cold than it already is yeah um pretty much but yeah fall is like is great it's great like relaxing weather i guess because you're not sweating and you're not shivering so it, it's nice and it's not it's usually not raining yeah well, that's decent yeah because yeah. i know obviously in the last sort of couple of months it's been um rather hot for you guys hasn't it it's been a bit sweaty yeah. to say the yeah least. And, I've, I've experienced I'm, 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 it I'm on the larger side, so you know you're stepping out of the car and you know going to a game, and you're just like, oh god, it's going to be a sweaty oh, one today. Yes, but yeah, yes. It, we're you know the other thing that fall means is it's it's the home stretch. You know we got less than ten games left. We're looking towards the playoffs. We're out, we're on the outside looking in right now, but we control our own destiny. So yes, we'll see how this all shakes out absolutely uh first comments coming in here um i'm a, i'm gonna do a new little thing on this we're gonna show it up on the stream here we go look at that beautiful weather here in the dmv rithic thank you for that um, it is that it that is. is i mean to be fair over here on this side of the pond it has been pretty good weather it's uh 
Today it's been 24 degrees Celsius. I'm actually going to let you know what that is in uh, in Fahrenheit. So that has been let roughly me guess, around... That's like 75, 80-ish? 75.2 to be exact. <laughs> Look at that. You know your conversion. Um, I know it one way. I don't know it the other. <laughs> I really don't know it. That's why I use Google. It is a big, big old friend. Um, but yes, it's been pretty lovely over here today i ended up going for a couple of walks you know as you do but looking ahead in the forecast it's looking a bit bit dreary a bit cloudy a bit overcast a bit near so classic autumn weather for us um, well right. i'll let you know tomorrow is supposed to be beautiful oh. so game time it's gonna be crisp it's gonna be cool and hopefully that ball is gonna be moving nice and fast over brand new slick grass exactly that's one thing i've got on the uh, on the list of things for us to talk about is that new and i'm gonna use and the american term turf even though you know actually no it's not turf that's our term sorry um I mean, turf over you guys. It's grass. It's, it's grass, grass or it? turf. Yeah. So, it's... so AstroTurf is the name brand of synthetic turf, which is the clinical term for whatever you might want to call yeah. it. So the organic or like the natural term would be just regular <laughs> turf. So yeah. Or just yeah. grass. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those lovely weird things that uh, seems to doesn't translate very well. Um, right. Score prediction league. Um, this obviously you've listened to the show angus and for those you guys out there um it's not looking good for me it's um starting to look like i will be wearing the uh, metro stars shirt at the end of the season thanks to that bet um, to point out i am not I, I will be giving predictions and i will expect yes. to be scored but i am not in this competition at all because i have taken <laughs> i don't know unless i win if i go on some weird tear and i win then then i won but if i lose i'm just gonna chalk it up to i was you know, I missed yeah. half the season with with a podcasting injury. So exactly, exactly. Uh, so I'm currently on nine points. Daniel's on eighteen points, and Tom's on six points at the moment. So I am way behind. I really don't want to wear that shirt. So, and I would love to make Daniel wear a Spurs jersey. So that would be fun. Uh, good afternoon, Keenan. Um, it is afternoon for you because you are on the west coast. So it must be what two p.m. Every game is a primetime game. Uh, yeah, get. <laughs> Lucky get. Anyway, um, talking points. Uh, some news of this last week. Uh, the first thing I've got on there is about the League's Cup and the CONCACAF Champions League being rejigged. Now, Champions League is now 27 teams? Yeah. I yeah. don't necessarily know how that's going to work out because it's yeah. an odd number. But I think it's probably going to be some sort of systematic buy scheme where yeah. similar to now where there's like certain teams enter at certain points i don't know it's it's weird yeah i think from what i could gather there's a certain amount of teams that head straight into the round of last 16 yeah and then there's the group games which i'm guessing yeah, is for I the guess, smaller teams yeah similar to like i guess like early qualifying for the fa cup and stuff like that yeah where it's not like the DFB Pokal where like all the German teams all over the country just start at the same time, right? I mean, that's how it should be. It, it is. It is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if there's if there's anything that that Germany's done right, it's their soccer system. But yeah, um, looking at what we got, I it's Concacaf, right? Yeah. Am I excited for it? Yeah. Am I going to watch it if DC United is involved? Of course. Yeah. Am I going to watch it if they're not involved? Probably. You know. 
I'll put on the Rob Lowe League Shield hat every now and then to support the league. But, yeah. you know, I it, it all comes down, in my opinion, to, like, actual team engagement, right? You're not going to see and, – and that that that's that's shown, like, in regular MLS games. Nobody yeah. just watches MLS. They watch their team. So it'll be interesting to see how in more inclusive and more teams getting in will raise the profile of the tournament as a whole. Yeah, and I think the other thing, obviously, is the fact that it's at a different time of year as well. Yeah. Because of what it's traditionally been has been at the start of our season. Yep. Which really knocks us out. That just means that it's, it's been the excuse against Liga yeah. MX is that they're they're in the middle of their season and we've just finished our preseason. So we can't yeah. possibly beat them because we're not in stride yet. Yeah. So so we haven't got that excuse anymore. Um but the other obviously competition that's um in its early infancy is the Leagues Cup and that's been rejigged already for the third time in what is three three years of its well, existence we lost it last year so three yeah. iterations and yeah which which was annoying because dc actually qualified for the league's cup for the 2020 season yeah. and then they dropped it because of the pandemic so yeah. i was excited to see us probably lose to a liga mx side but i was going to go to the game anyways because it would have been oh, yeah. hosted because because all the games were in in the u.s at that point and i think they're still yet are, to see. They? well we don't know they, they thought, didn't really i thought that was us. part of it wasn't it well, they said they wanted a World Cup system. And to me, that yeah. says one host city and everybody travels to it, thus yes. eliminating the traveling. Because if you're going to pause the season for a month anyways, yeah. if everybody converges on, I don't know, Orlando, like MLS Cup, or yeah. LA, or New York, then, I, then, 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 then there's no real home field advantage. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of a level playing field, but you never yeah. know. Yeah, I mean that would be nice, definitely to have a have a host city or or change of whether it's between USA yeah. and Mexico and alternate. Yep, that would that would kind of work. Um, so yes, yeah, so they they're pausing both seasons for a month. Um, I don't think they've announced what time of the year that's going to be. The summer, a summer, the summer. month. Yeah, the summer. So yeah, that could be a month in the MLS season. We yeah. don't know when. Yes. And then it's every team, which is yes. just... Which is also oh, an goodness. odd number, because I think it's like 47. So there will be a five-team group or <laughs> a three-team group. or Well, because at the moment, it's an odd number. Yeah, but, but I think when it comes this into is play... 2023, so there might be expansion teams that have come in to make it an even number at that point. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll have an even number by that point. Well, we have an even sure. number right now. We have 26. No, we have 20. Oh, yeah, we do have. To, uh, is it yeah. 26? Yeah. It's so confusing. Oh, you know what it is? It's Charlotte is coming in 2022. Yeah. Right? League's Cup takes up in the, in the year between Charlotte and St. Louis. Yes. So that first year of League's Cup will have an odd number of 27. And then it becomes. And then the year after, it'll be 28. <gasps> Why I bet is that so confusing? Is. Because it's CONCACAF. And that's yeah. the best part about CONCACAF is it's stumbling around in its infancy. Because, like, think about it. You know, UEFA's got it figured out because they've been around for 100-some-odd years. Yeah. Oh. Meanwhile, soccer in the U.S., if depending on who you ask, started when the expansion team rolled in, to be honest. <laughs> it's just, oh, honestly, we'll get there. It'll, it'll get there. Yep. Right. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's enough of that, I think, uh, because... 
I don't want to go down that uh, rabbit hole, to be honest. Yeah. Um, next one, Audi pitch um, being re- relayed um, because of uh, there's been some extra extracurricular yeah. events. I want to call it. Yeah, our our football was there on Saturday. Yes. Um, and then we had lacrosse on Sunday, and I don't know if you've like seen lacrosse ever because it's a it is a very it's it's literally an American game. Yeah. I've not, um, I've never it watched was, it, but I know people yeah. who've played it. Yeah, it's 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 equivalent. I would put it on the same pedestal as like field hockey in Europe. Okay, they're yeah. very similar in popularity. Super popular in the Mid Atlantic and uh, North Northeast. Very okay. popular because it was um, it was an, originally a Native American game that yeah. um, Americans colonists kind of took over it, it's really really interesting okay. history I, if you if you're curious look it up i wrote a paper about it last year <laughs> for school so really cool game I, yeah. I never played it myself but it i know a lot of people who did because i played ice hockey and there was a lot of crossover between the two sports so yeah yeah there you go um i think we've i've seen a couple of pictures up online about the pitch it's looking quite quite all right it's green it like, yeah it's, it's very green yeah, it's a good start. And that's what it needs to be. I'll tell you this. I was at the stadium or I was outside the stadium on Wednesday for a, we'll call it an extracurricular activity. Yeah. Um, and they had their, either their extras or pieces of the old field that they had torn up. They had laid out in this, there's a vacant lot that is just a grass field. Those who have been to the stadium yeah. know. Uh, they had it like just laid out there along with some extra dirt. And so I walked over and I touched it and I stepped on it. It's amazing stuff and then from what i could see inside the field it was green and it seemed together more together than the league's cup final grass field in las vegas and we'll get a good we'll get a good we'll get a good idea of what it, what it plays like and what it looks like tonight with the uh with the international friendly yeah so hopefully hopefully el salvador and guatemala don't kick it up too bad fingers but, crossed yeah i i mean there i I would go if I didn't have uh, other stuff tonight because it it's it looks fun. Yeah, the tickets were quite expensive though. I think it was fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, the first the the the, the cheapest seats were fifty bucks, which is twenty dollars more than a DC United ticket. So, which, when you class it as an international, then you kind of start to. It's a friendly. It's a friendly. That's, that's where that's where I kind of drew the line. If it was a competitive international game, yeah, yes. They wouldn't even be playing at Audi. They'd probably be playing no. at FedEx because that's the kind of population they draw, yeah. especially with the Salvadorian community here in the DMV. So yeah, but uh, no, it's uh, it's good because we've also got uh, a couple of players playing tonight, haven't we? Jeremy yeah, Garay and yeah. Alexon Saravia. Yes, the the two Loudon players. One has a homegrown contract. I believe the yeah. other was an academy kid. I also know that there's a a new kid who just got signed to Loudon to play on his amateur deal from the DC United Academy. So, oh wow. Like to kind of fill to kind of fill in the spots yeah. while these two are on their international leave. So this is great. It, it's great to see the pipeline actually working. Yeah. That's 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 awesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I have to uh, yeah, find I out believe, who I that believe, is. Um somebody's I believe somebody's mom's co-workers, their kid is the kid who got called up. And ah. I think that's uh I, I think it's Cameron's mom on you know Cameron on Twitter. He's in yeah, a couple. Yeah. He's 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 around the scene. If you've been oh. to a game, he's the guy with the uh, Iranian flag around his shoulders oh, nice. all the time. Yeah, nice. Yeah, there we go. Um, so hopefully, yeah, 
the game tonight won't ruin the turf, but then I always think it can't be any worse than the Yankee Stadium field. Yeah, and you know, people are you know people are saying, oh, I don't know if it's going to be set in time. I don't know if it's going to be right. And I'm just sitting there going, well, at least it's not literal sod from Home Depot stapled stapled on to an infield yes. of a baseball field. Yeah, because that's Cause, that was just a that's a horrendous pitch, and I still yeah, don't understand and, how to get away with it. And and to be to be fair, DC kind of had to deal with that for a little while while the Nationals were in town. Uh, before Nats Park was built, mm. not to the same extent because it was such a much larger. It was the weird era of U.S. sports stadiums where they built these gigantic coliseum esque stadiums to put yep. rectangle sport field and diamond sport field right in the middle of, so that nobody okay. on the ends could really see what was going on to begin with if you were down low enough. <laughs> but that's what that's where the the bouncing stands at RFK came from yep. because they were they retracted and they came out for baseball nice in football yeah nice that, that we needed that we, it's this point we don't have something similar no bounciness at audi we need some bounciness i i i, I it's not the same right it's not the same you could get inches of air on the stands at rfk which you cannot get at audi but i will say that that supporter section does move a bit yeah when 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 we're when we're rocking when it's a packed house when it's when it's jumping when dc's playing great you feel it when people are moving on it it's not it's not the same bounce right yeah. you're never going to get that because that's no. that's that's a that's a code violation at this point that's it's massive health and safety that's dangerous yeah yes but it, it moves it moves yeah and yep. uh, i've obviously i've not obviously been since um 2019 but since then, they've they've had the new sort of railings put in and things like yes. that. Yes. Yes. How much of an improvement has that been? So much. It's so much. You know, because with the old stands with the benches, right? Yeah. The and and for those who don't know, I attend pretty much every home game at this point. I'm in the supporter section pretty much yes. every home game. I have spent. I think, I think one there's something we know you Audi from Field. recently. Is yeah. the is that yeah, the two that you did? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The so you know I've spent a lot of time both before the safe standing and after after the safe standing, and it is a completely different experience. It's so much easier. There's actual space to stand on the aisle and in the rows now, and the 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 railings go up high enough where you don't feel like if you take a, if you miss a step walking forward you're gonna fall down four rows. It, it, it's so much nicer and i saw that england might be trialing it in some of their stadiums as well yes. and it's so beyond due it yeah. you know i get it the hesitancy to move on with supporters culture after hillsborough because that is such a tragedy and yeah. it's you know it's horrible but safe standing works and that's and it, it helps prevent issues like that so yeah the only complaint I have is it's not the cool safe standing that has seats built into the rails, but it's 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 good. It's so it's it's so much nicer and it's ours. Like that's the more important thing. It's you know, yes, yeah, that's it. It's I'm glad it's improved because it was. Um, I felt like when I was there last time, my shins were going to get broken. Yes, I think that was, it. Yes. I think that was the best that way of putting it. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, you're Jeez. not going to get that anymore. No, nope. because the, the railing goes up 
almost on me, not on you, of course, because you're course. gigantic. But yep. it, it, it's it's a solid up. Like no one can push me over that railing unless they're really trying. Ooh. And also, it's great to stand on. Like you can actually yeah. get up and get leverage on it, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can, and I'm guessing you'd be able to lean properly on it and not have to worry yes. about yep. things like nope, that. So. Nothing, there's no flex. There's nothing. I have not had any problems with it. Cool. That's good. Um, next thing up on the agenda of news, um, Lasada did his, uh, well, the club did their pre-match press conference yesterday. Um, and Lasada was quoted as saying that the playoff is in our hands because as we know, we're currently sat outside of the playoffs with nine games to go. And we've still got Orlando, Nashville, and NYCFC yet to play. So he's definitely right there. The fact that it is in, in our hands. We've got playing teams that are around only, us. Only at the moment one point out too. So it's yeah, not it's, even it's not yeah. It's not like it's we're really expecting other teams to drop get points in multiple games. It's the fact that yeah, we're only one point out. By the end of the week, the weekend, we could be straight back in there and thinking, oh, what we That's the best part about the East. That is the best part about the Eastern Conference this year is it's the – I'd say it's the Wild West, but it's the East Coast. So, you know, every week it's like you could move up four spots. You could move down four spots. You're not touching the bottom two. Oh, no. (laughs) You're not touching the bottom two, but you can move up or you can move down. So it'll it'll be fun to see how this all shakes out. Yeah, and I think this season, for the first time in a while, that I think the East is much stronger than the West as well. Yeah, I th- you, it's, well, it's so been a while. The issue is the issue is the East is more competitive, right? They're all closer yes. together. Yeah, but there hasn't been the same amount of is it intra conference play? Yes, inter conference yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. Like we've been, we haven't played. I think we played one, maybe two Western Conference teams all year, and one of them was the San Jose game. So I think I think that's I the only one, isn't it? Yeah, if, it's, we've if, got if, if you Minnesota. kick off after 10 p.m., it doesn't count in my mind. It was after Chris Seitz's bedtime, so it doesn't count. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, because there hasn't been that, it's hard to tell. It's hard to gauge, and we're not going to see that until MLS Cup. And, you know, it's probably yeah. going to be New England-Seattle, so we'll see. Yeah, but we'll see. You never know. I we see could, there's we could a do question something. in the chat, yeah. though, about whether or not we can get up into that top four and get a home playoff game. Yeah. I don't think... I don't know if we can, but I know that we need to. We need the home playoff game. If we want to yeah. make a run, we need that home playoff game. We're Absolutely. not that far out of it. That that fourth spot is a home game. If we can get up to four, that's a home game, and it's not that. That's not that out of the question. Not so. But our home record versus our road record shows we need a home game. We're fifth in the East when we're at home. We're tenth away. Our goal differential <laughs> is plus thirteen at home minus eight away <laughs> okay yeah if i bear in mind that there was anything, that game against nashville where we dropped the nashville four. game what, the nashville game where we lost five to two and yeah. the um san, san jose game that i said doesn't count yes. where we lost like four one yeah those are the two games that have really hindered that and then you look at the other side where we've got like the three nothing against chicago the seven one against yeah seven one yeah yeah one against Toronto and then you know all the other wins we've accumulated at home but our home record we've turned Audi Field into a fortress at this point it's hard to get points off us at home yes yeah I mean we've not even drawn a game at home which is fantastic that's what I love I love the fact that we we've been entertained throughout 
the season. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 ride or die, I guess, at home these days, and it's great. I love it. I'll yeah. be honest, it's such a change of pace that it's so nice and so well deserved. Uh, the, the people who have been supporting since day one, not me, a hands up, not me, yeah. but the people who lived through the entire Olsen era deserve all of this yeah. and all the accolades that are to come. Because this isn't this isn't the end. This is just the beginning. Yeah, it is. And well, this I, is I the feel beginning. like we're on I'm page excited. one of this right. Lasada era right now. Yep, that's it. It's page one. It, we're we're in the intro. We're not even into page one yet. No. Um, and it's good thing. It's a, the the good thing is is we have six of our last nine at home. Yes, that's so two thirds of our remaining games are at home. So that's great for our chances at getting that home playoff spot. I'm not saying playoffs. I'm not saying home playoff spot. I don't want to jinx anything at this point. No, no. But there are indicators that show, one, we need the home game if we want to make a a run. And two, it's there for the taking. And that's why Lasada's saying it's in our hands, right? Yes. And I'll be honest, our away games, we need to get points. And we have some tough opposition away. Yes. Orlando and NYCFC away are going to be tough games granted it's it's nycfc at red bull arena so we don't have to deal with the the crappy field Crap, although yeah. i think dc would actually be suited to play on a smaller field like yankee yes. stadium yeah, yeah because of how we play yeah i mean it's why audi field got shortened this year they shortened it by like three yards because we want to play yes, we did high yeah. tempo pressing yeah. so that narrower shorter yankee stadium field would probably do better yeah but uh we got to yeah. play red bull arena again and I'm not traveling to that one because the last time I traveled to see that, I was not. I, I heart ripped out. So, yes, yes, it was uh, frustrating that one. But no, it's. Um, I I think we've stand a good chance of picking up many many points still, and it's. I'm excited to see what these last nine games, <coughs> excuse me, are going to bring. Uh, other little comments that have come through on the chat you you'll have seen. Angus uh, is this one here. He's, uh, Tom just said he's going to have to step up his facial hair game if he's going to compete with you. And plus, he's loving, yeah. your, loving your balance behind you. Feel free to have a yeah, the, talk the, about those. Yeah, the scarves. I, 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 you know, I collected a couple over the years I've been supporting. All of these are pretty recent, actually, apart from the Farewell to RFK one. I got it at a thrift store, which is just awesome, right? What? Yeah, my girlfriend found it for me at a thrift store. I, you know, she aced it. Her thrift store finds for DC United have been amazing. Nice. Autographed christian gomez jersey for like three dollars i'm not joking i'm not what i will i will tweet a picture of it after the stream you know i'm not joking but yeah what it is is it's just a metal it's just a piece of metal that's been attached to the wall and then i use a fridge magnet like clips to like hold up the scarves and then the scarf above it hides the hides the clip from the scarf below so yes so i can see you've got uh i can't quite make out the one at the top but i see you've got the vamos vamos pomas one yeah so above it here i'll just adjust my camera i've got my u.s men's like the the national team Ah, so i've got one from that another thrift store find which is uh i forget when but it's a it's a scarf from one of the world cups i believe it's or it's paying homage to the south korean world cup yeah and then above that is my uh dc 26 yes um the the bid for the uh world cup hosting in 2026 yes um, i actually won that in the contest so they sent me that one for free nice 
can't argue with that. Nope. Uh, and then next would obviously have my Ben Olsen painting. So, you know, I got to flex that one. Of course you do. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to flex that? Because no, he's no. Uh, it was a great afternoon. I got to go pick it up from him and talk to him for about a half hour. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and uh, he's such a lovely guy as well to talk to. He's such a good guy. I yeah, yeah. I don't want to go down the spirit rabbit hole right now, but no, no, he's no, a no. Nice no, guy. No. We're leaving it at that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I obviously had him on the on the show last year, which was was last year. Yeah, it was last year. That was my first ever live show that I'd done. So I was testing it, and I did it with Ben Olson. That was. That was a pretty good show. So that was season two, episode eight. So if you do want to go and check that out, feel free to. Um, so Rithik is just saying about hoping to go to the game against Nashville um, at home. That should be should be a pretty I'll good be at one. That one. I'll yeah. be there. Yeah, I'll be there. So give Angus a little shout. Um, Tom is just coming up and saying, "Am I going to give my respect to Alfaro?" Not on Saturday. Nope. He's out with yellow card accumulation, so he is, he's yeah. not playing on Saturday. So yeah, he's, um, he's not fantastic, is he? He's got himself suspended. But. He, he is statistically like our fourth out of the seven center backs, because we got to throw mm. Andy as a center back now. He's yes. like the fourth or fifth center back on the depth chart, statistically speaking. Brendan Heinzeich, Donovan Pine, Steve Birnbaum all have had weird seasons with injury. Yeah. So it's hard to give them anything. But the consistent ones being Briant, uh, Briant Nahar, and uh, Alfaro have been good. They've been solid. Um, my my biggest problem with Alfaro is he's very prone to going too far up the pitch when we don't need it, when he needs to be staying yeah. back. And there's been a couple of times when that's cost us goals. And that's my... My that, always worry the, about him is when we're the defending. The Joseph Martinez goal. The Joseph Martinez goal, not last week, but a couple of weeks before when they played the home leg of that kind of weird of, of the schedule when they were at Audi was Alfaro because he was. Yeah. I don't know if he was trying to catch Joseph offside, but if he had given him that step, he would have been able to sort it out anyways. Yes. Yeah, it's it's one of the, he's the very hasn't been great either. No, because he loves to throw that long ball forward and when you're chucking it up on his side normally to like Flores or Reyna, they're not really going to win that because they're so small. No. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be to either Gressel or Kamara. Yeah. If yep. you're going to do it that way. Yeah. Because I mean, Kamara is not the the biggest guy, but he's actually decent. And yeah, he gets that. He's, he's good. Quite nice. He gets, he's yeah. good at, he's good at moving himself around and getting into those spots. Yeah. You know, he's, that's obvious, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at how many goals he's got this season. Who'd have thought that after last not me. year? Not, not me. <laughs> no one. I don't think anyone has uh, needed that. I, I thought Sorga would be getting more minutes than Kamara would be. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest. That was my take at the beginning of the year. I thought that was going to be the thing. And, you know, into, week, into the first month of the, the season, I was right. Because Sorga yeah. was getting consistent game time. So Yeah, he was. But no, it's uh, Kamara's come on, come on well, and uh, great piece. Not look great back. piece in the Washington Post. Great yes. interview in the Washington Post recently with Stephen Goff. If you haven't yes. read that, go check it out. If you don't have a Washington Post subscription, go on mobile and click read review, and it, it, it gets rid of all the 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 things that say you can't read it. So, uh, although don't do that, don't do oh, that. D- 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 Never do that. I, w- I advise against that. Yes, piracy is bad. It is very bad. It means very that bad. people don't get paid for what they should be getting paid exactly. for. Exactly. Yes. 
and then you just cancel the athletic and then wait for the offer to come up where it's £10 for a year. <laughs> I, I keep my athletic subscription up. I like Pablo. I got to support my guy. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's, it's one of those things where over here we're so used to having that kind of content just being readily available. It's very weird to yeah. pay for that kind of thing. So I'm still a little bit, a little bit unsure on, on whether to do those kind of things. But when it's like 10 quid for a year, I think I can I can live with that. I can yeah. live with that. No, I, so, I get that, yeah. Yeah. Um, just run through some of the comments um, about our conversation about Alfaro there. So, so him not being great on Saturday, awful is a word that's been used. Um, Tom's just saying he's been, he wasn't great on Saturday, but he has been decent with the fact that we've had these injuries. Um He's which been is, incredibly solid depth, which is yeah. what we weren't expecting from him, to be no. honest. And Coming when from he came a USL in, background and deadline barely, day signing as well. No, I don't know if it was deadline day, but it was definitely one of those like under the radar signings. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, we got this guy. Same with Perez, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> oh, we got this oh. guy. Although Perez was re entry draft, but you still know, people still forgot about him. Yeah. So yeah. he was fun. It's a shame that he's had to have a screw put in his foot. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad for him. Early December is his recovery date, earliest window. So December. we don't get him. I believe oh, so. Although him. I'll say this, we're getting towards October, and you know who's due back in October is Brendan Heinzike. Yes. Oh. He's he he's been running on the yes. treadmill recently. Yeah, I if saw you him. Follow him on Instagram. Yeah, Great I saw follow. the video with them because they were doing that sort of air thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the zero yeah. gravity treadmill. Yeah, That's which it. is super awesome. And yeah. amazing that we can produce zero gravity in literally half of your body. It's weird. So uh, Ariola's used that. Felipe's used that. Yeah, um, everyone who's had lower body injuries like that. That I believe Fisher was using it when he's yes. his knee exploded in 2018. That that was a horrendous injury. That yeah, played in the Gold Cup for Jamaica, and he's been getting. I think he's on the Galaxy now. He's been. He he's is. Been yeah, getting minutes. Yeah, it was he's a weird it. thing because I was watching the U.S. Jamaica Gold Cup game and there was O'Neill Fisher and I was like, "Oh wow, I completely forgot about him," yeah. and I shouldn't have. He's but he was a decent that, player. He was, was he was a great player in 2018. Yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> I love this comment. I, I'm just going to put this one up on the stream as well. Uh, David, uh, speaking of low cost subscriptions, James, could you remind those of us who've been with DC UK for more than a year that we should throw in some more cash for you? How would we do that? Well. There is a little way you can do that. There's, there's a couple of ways you can support the show. Um, if you head over to bio.link forward slash DC United Kingdom, or if you do want to come and join us over at DC UK, head over to uh, dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash membership. So there's a couple of ways you can do it. Um, if you hit that bio link one, though, that'll take you to merchandise and things like that where you can pick up lovely T-shirts, flags, which I do need to sort out, Angus. Yes, send yes, me I one. I, we'll go, I haven't forgot it. In the stands. We'll put it. It'll up be in the stands. stands when it's up. When it, when I get it, it'll be up in the stands. Look if not that. this year, then next year. Yes, so. we'll we'll get it there. We'll get it there. Um, anyway, back to back to news because somehow we still haven't finished the news section. Um, Hernan, um, if you mi- missed his, uh, you would have AMA it's off Instagram now because it was oh, a story. Yeah. Oh, what a they great! Did, they did tweet it. They, they oh, did. well they tweeted that they did tweet this bit video. It, this bit is on twitter the rest yes. of it is not there are some great there were some great little little pieces in there yes so what i want to know in the chat right now is do you like pineapple on a pizza that is that is the question it is an age-old question 
I'm for it. I personally don't like it. Yeah. It's not my taste, but I'm not going to go out of my way to tell someone that what sh- what they should or should not put on their pizza. Yeah. I feel like that is anti-American of me <laughs> to tell them what what should and should not happen in a free country. Um, I've had it on pizza. I think yeah. it's 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 fine. It's not my go-to. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not going out of my way to order Hawaiian. Yes, but uh, for me, you know, I, if if it's there, I'll I might have a slice. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I, I like the juiciness. I like the sweetness that it brings. It counteracts some spiciness sometimes. Um, I did love Fernand's uh, comment about it, the fact that he's half Italian, so he shouldn't like yeah, it, but wow. he does. So Didn't know he was half Italian, but it makes sense now. It does, yes. Oh, um, Rithik isn't a pineapple on a pizza kind of person. Um, and Tom... Yeah. Not everyone has to be. That, that's that's what makes debates fun. And yeah, this is a, this is an entire. We could do an entire off season show on this. Yeah, I mean, Tom's just said hey, we could have a twenty four hour. hour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're right. And, and, and in that time, and we'll order it and we'll have a taste test. And yeah, oh, yes. I mean, oh, what yeah, I that was from a great the, my Q&A. local pizzeria. Mm. Yeah, oh, oh, it's questionable. Well, that's because that's because that's because you're getting pizza from England. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Oh, what are you trying to say? I'm just trying to say that the people who revolutionized it, you don't have, there is no English style pizza. There really isn't. There is, there is New York. There is Chicago. There is Detroit. I don't, I don't hear Bristol in there. Where's Birmingham style pizza? (laughs) I don't hear that. No, it's, it's true. We don't have, we don't have our own style pizza, but then if we were, if we were going to do it, it would have to be Yorkshire pudding on a pizza, maybe. <laughs> it would have to consist of gravy or fish and chips. Are we calling it British or English? Because if it's British, if it's British then we need to then we need to deep fry it for the Scottish people as well. Oh, like I'll the put some haggis on it to get battered and f- fried. Haggis, black pudding. Oh yes, now we're talking. I can get into this one. Get into a British <laughs> pizza. Get some leek on there for the Welsh. Um, and if we if we're gonna allow the Irish in there, we need some potato on there. Well, are the, hey, the Northern Irish, uh, yeah. the Southern, the South, the the Irish Republic. We we're not gonna include uh, them. They earn their independence. Yeah, true. Um, let's have a look. So uh, Victor says pineapple belongs on a pizza. David loves pineapple on pizza with hot uh, chili peppers. So you get that counteracting. There. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah um tom's just said english pizza is crap but i swear the kfc is better there than it is here. oh yeah oh 100 uh, most of the food most of the ingredients and in food are probably better there i mean yeah, yeah, come on i went to i went to i was in paris and and in belgium and stuff like that and yeah the food is just better across the pond because y'all don't process everything it's true yeah we don't that, that's everything. what it is yeah that's very true um is it maybe but- because y'all are so much smaller and you don't have to transport things halfway across the country like we do probably is that better yeah it is <laughs> um but hey yeah. that's how we do it here it is how you do it um right moving on from the, the food debate um reno and flores uh, announced earlier on today that they've been called up for international duty uh, for the peruvian those squad are big games yeah so they're missing two games they're missing but orlando and nashville both important games 
two and three in the standings currently as they sit. Yeah. Nashville coming off. Not Nashville will have played a game this weekend, but they thrashed Miami this midweek. Yeah. Thrashed I mean, them. I mean, perfect to be honest, for us. That's, that's exactly. Yeah, well, that's what they need. We want that because yeah. Miami is like right behind us or like right ahead of us yes. in the playoff race. Exactly. So they're in that four point swing right now. So the more they can get the crap beaten out of them, the better, which is hilarious because DC has like a plus five total goal difference right now. And they've got a mi- and Miami has a minus 15 and they're like breathing down our necks. Yeah. I, I love MLS, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great league for all these twists and turns and inconsistencies. It's I called competition and league yeah. parity. That's yeah. what the salary cap is for. That's they, it. People complain about and... it, but <sighs> this is this. We're reaping the benefits of a salary cap right now. Yeah, it's entertainment on a full league exactly. level. So, yes, anyone yes. can win on any given match day. Yeah, I was actually talking to someone earlier today at work, believe it or not, about MLS, and uh, um, he, this guy didn't really know much about it, but we were talking about actually the salary cap and how it brings the full entertainment, that, the fact that anyone can win it. Um, there's no consistency in terms of the winners. So you look at Columbus last year, who won it, yep. and then you look at them right now. Play- or just barely in the playoffs right now. They're the people it's, right above us. It's yeah. it's such a wonderful league for things like Toronto winners in the last decade so if you look at the realignment of the british pyramid right and the premier league came in 90s same time mls started up so there's a really good comparison there in that time seven premier league seven seven different teams have won the premier league right and the only two outside of the big six are blackburn and leicester yes right and in mls there is no real big six you can go big six based on markets which is what mls media will do and it's annoying but there's no yeah. real big six in dynasties, but 16 out of the 26 teams in MLS have won MLS Cup. It just goes that's to show, crazy. doesn't it? That's amazing. Yeah. That's great. It's fantastic. It's... And as long as the Red Bulls never win, I'll be ecstatic. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, the fact that they forget that they were the Metro Stars before and they don't call that the same team is just beyond me. They've but... had the most World Cup winners out of any MLS franchise to play for their squad, and they have I... won two supporters shields in that time that's Ooh. it yes look at that. that that that's something you've got to be not proud about <laughs> anyway um you are big on this on this next one uh kamara yep kamara He's, team of the week team of the week 22 on, on foot I cashed, in my, cashed in my 10 hours of ea access got my early access i've got him i've got kamara in my yep. team in the 20 something games i've played with him so far or no, it's, I think it's, yeah, he's got 21 goals in 17 games and 10 assists. Nice. This card is a monster. I love it. I love this card. I'll be playing with it for the rest of this game cycle, I, you know, until I decide to quit and play career mode because the patch will come through and the gameplay yep. will just get crap. But before that, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think the game is fun. Kamara getting a special card right out the gate is great. Hopefully our EMLS player, uh, uh, King uh, is it King Mo? I think is his is King CJO. I think King CJO. That's what yep. it is. Um, he hopefully he gets to he gets a nice special card to put right into the team. Yeah. I don't know if EMLS requires an actual player from your club or not, but hopefully he's on the bench at least. So yeah, absolutely good, good for cool. good for good for DC as a whole because it's on the front when you when you load up Ultimate Team, they got the team of the week right there on the screen, and you can see Ola Kamara in the Ola bottom Kamara. row. So. It's good for it's good for league. It's good for the league. It's good yes. for us as a club because people see it now. 
Yes. I love this little comment that's just come in there. 5,000% Kamara to the moon. Yes. Always. We're going to ride him. We're going to ride him till we're not. (laughs) Oh, that hype train just keeps on chugging along. It's great. I hear about this kid, Ricardo Pepe, who's also got a train, but it ain't, it ain't nowhere near Kamara's. No, no. Kamara is so far ahead. It is untrue. Um, Right. We probably should talk about some games because, you know, this is what this podcast is mainly about. It's actually the actual soccer, nearly called a football, but you know, it's, you it's American. It so, I, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, no, I've got to keep it, keep it, keep it right. So obviously the last game we got was against Atlanta. Um, as always, I'll run, th- run through the stats quite quickly. Um, just so we know where we were uh, on paper anyway. So it was obviously three, two possession uh, wise. It was 61 and a half percent to 38 and a half percent. Shots was quite close. It was 16 to 13 uh, on target. Very, very close. Six to five. Offsides, one apiece. Fouls, eight to 25. A bit one-sided, but we will talk about that in a moment. And then expected goals was three and a half to one and a half. So on that side of things, the result is right. But the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that referee that we had was appalling to say the least the fouls on dc (laughs) three times more fouls called against dc than atlanta how was that it just just doesn't ring true i was yeah i was flabbergasted i was watching the tv and i was watching what was happening and i put the second goal on gressel as a glorified own goal but i put that third goal on the referee because if dc because every time DC no. touched a def- an Atlanta player, it was a foul. Oomph. And so that's what gives uh, Arujo the space to dribble like that. Because yeah. DC doesn't know what's a foul and what isn't anymore. And we've got players there on were, yellow cards. There were times and... where they could have slid in and made a challenge. And that challenge probably would have been a second yellow for any of the half of the team yeah. who had who had the issue. Yeah, and, and you know, looking at the chat too, it's like the yeah. consistency in VAR was not there. Yeah. And that's been the case all year. And the last time we played Atlanta, right, there yeah. was the very close call between Joseph and that offsides line that didn't go to VAR. And, and looking back at it, that was the right decision. It was a good goal, right? But the lack of accountability by refs to just go over and check, that's yeah. all we're asking for. Yeah. That's why the system's in place. Exactly. Because if the fourth official is now dictating the flow of the game entirely, that's not fair. Yeah, to me, the whole point of our VAR system is so that the center judge is making the calls and makes all of the calls. So the game is consistently refed by the same individual. And when you don't go and look at the when you don't go and look at the screen, you're not getting that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Rithik first goal was never a free kick. Yeah, look, look. I mean, nothing against the goal. He's got a foul called on him because he is six foot five. Yes. And twice the size of George Bell. I'm sure you experienced this growing up playing sports. Yes. The big boy penalty is a real thing. I was taller. I was on the larger side of individuals playing hockey growing up, right? And then everybody grew up around me, right? You know, you find yourself in situations where you're not doing anything. Both him and Bello were... It's it, it, In NFL terms, because I, I, I know that there's some American audiences... In the NFL, that was hand fighting, and a pass interference got called. 
you got to let the guys play at some point. We're over halfway through the season. At some point, you got to put the whistle away and let the boys play at that point. Sure, Donovan Pines probably shouldn't have been doing that as a center back, but what is he supposed to do in that situation? Is he supposed to just let Bello go through on goal? No. Yeah. Right? Were we all thinking that Barco was going to put it in an unsavable position from the free kick? No. He didn't get booked. He didn't get sent off. I don't know what you could have done better there. The foul was questionable. It's... But... You can't not – the way Bello got flung was because he was holding on to Donovan Pines' jersey. Yes. So was, I don't know. Was, yeah, whatever. It it's, was six and two threes. They were both at it. Kevin Paredes got a body check to the face. Yep. I play hockey on Friday nights. I did the same thing to a guy, and I got a penalty. But, it, it, you know, yeah. that's a – that's not right. <laughs> it really isn't. I mean, it's just, uh, this is the, se- the same ref that we had when the previous season, he allowed Russell Knauss co- to come on the pitch when he wasn't even on the game day roster. Yes. And he didn't know what to do. Yeah, well, uh, that's because... I mean, granted, it was a bit of an yeah, unusual we, situation, yeah, there's, but... You, there's, a, there's an officiating crisis amongst the entire North American soccer pyramid. You look at any league and there's an issue with refereeing at this point. Yeah. And I mean, you could say the same for England and all over oh, the yeah. world, but it's incredibly bad here in the States. The I mean, difference between one ref to another can make or break a game. You look back at 2012 mm-hmm. when Bill Hamid gets sent off and the penalty had to be retaken yeah. because of encroachment. You look at the interviews and the oral histories, speaking of Pablo Maurer again, right? Bill said in that, that referee likes to make himself the center of attention. He yeah. likes to make himself the game. And if you can have an official that can do that, that's not cool. No one likes Ted Uncle. No one wants him <laughs> ref in their games. So why do we keep allowing Ted Uncles to ref? Why can't we yeah. imp- implement more training, more rigorous? I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. But something needs to be changed. What makes it even worse is the fact that the head of um, pro referee is Howard Webb. One of the most respected referees in, in the English game, yet the He's referee... He's allowing this to go on. It's, yeah. yeah. It just uh, it baffles me as to why this happens. And to me, it's just like, how? well, how do we solve it? Do we get former players in as refs do we get those kind of guys trained up to be the next generation of referees or is it a case of just wiping the slate clean and do complete new fresh training it's i don't know how we go about it but i i don't got an answer either man yeah Uh, it's, it's 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 a tough one yeah if you guys out there know an answer on to how to fix the refereeing crisis that we have pretty much globally, um, we do can let us know. About, we can talk about this is another off-season pod. We're going to have exactly. Some great content this, this is this probably another twenty-four hour debate. Right. Yeah. Um, then in that game, there was the battle between Hamid and Martinez. There was that moment yeah. where Hamid made the diving save to his his left, yes. and you just saw. Them, they just gave each other a high five, and I thought that was such game a lovely moment. Game, exactly. 
it was awesome to see that and it was just it was good sportsmanship that's what i liked i love this, this that's just coming to go back on the ref thing i just saw yes. this in the in the chat box kevin and i have talked about this before on other channels and stuff yeah yes i have watched european and australian rugby yes and what they do is fantastic the tv yeah. viewing experience during a replay in those leagues is it's a chef's kiss yeah you i mean i've just everything i've just it's watched totally- a rugby game um, yeah. before we went live um, so the local team for me Gloucester um, they were playing tonight against uh, Leicester Tigers and yeah you you hear every word what the um, yeah. TV ref is saying you hear yeah. everything that's been said on the pitch the players that's the big that's that's the bit that you've got to um, tackle that's the big challenge just in football soccer Footballers, they don't generally have the respect for the referees like they do in no, rugby. No, no. Well, that's, that's because there's because there's the there's not the same. Um, I don't I don't know. What to, there's not the same rules and there's not the same enforcement of those rules. And I guess the rules are probably there. Yeah. But in rugby, because I played for a bit, my dad played at a very high level for the U.S. at the time when he was yeah. a player in the '80s and '90s. Um, at the time, or and and still. If you say anything wrong to a ref, if you complain about a call too much, if you make a gesture, if you look at a ref wrong, you could get yep. thrown out of the game. Yep. Like that. Not even a warning. Just red card, you're gone. Go yeah. or or yellow card, have a seat in the sin bin, right? Yep. Like that's that's the deal. Yeah. It's 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 a great way of keeping the lid on things. Things yeah. don't get bo- things don't boil over. Nope things and when everyone they do respects and when everything. they do they boil over between players the ref comes in sorts it out and yeah. everybody is everybody's fine with it everybody shakes hands yeah and that's it and for those of you out there who aren't familiar with rugby it's a fantastic sport um it's seems to be it's getting bigger Old Glory, over washington dc that is exactly that is major the league area's pr- major league rugby team yeah. they play out in segra at, they play out in segra in loudon county yeah. so go go if and you want to make it to a game go to a game and great game coming watch, up actually the yeah. men's national team is playing the all blacks in a couple weeks on october 23rd at fedex oh, field nice i'll be Did going to that game go so, to that yes if you could get tickets I, go you see the haka it'll be like the coolest rugby experience you can ever get to start off yeah. your rugby have you ever seen the haka? career yeah it's yeah. i i love i loved it i went to wembley to um the world cup back in 2015 over here oh lucky 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 <sighs> And I mean, granted, I was three rows from the back, but the whole yeah. stadium went silent when the hacker happened, and you could hear every single word that was being said. It was unbelievable. I want to um, see a challenge. I want to see a hacker challenge. For those who don't know what that is, we're not going to delve too much on that. But I want to no. see it happen. I want to see one live. <laughs> I think that would be the the coolest thing to see live. Yes, it is absolutely. disrespect to a whole nother level. But oh my God, do I want to be in the building for that? Yes. Oh, it would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. There is a video that people should go and watch. If you want to see great referee, and just search for this guy called Nigel Owens. Um, he is such a brilliant referee. He's Welsh, he's small, but my word, players respect the hell out of him. And there's a, a moment where... There's 15 players on a rugby on a rugby pitch, and he's got all 30 players to come in and just say, 
look guys, I'm not having any of that. If, if this happens again, you're getting sent off. Now, we're not playing soccer, are we? And then everybody goes away. It is hilarious. He's, he's the equivalent of, for all of you, America, for the American sports fans, he's the equivalent of like an Ed Hockley in the NFL or a Wes McCauley in the NHL. He's like that kind of level. Okay. Like the anti-Ted uncle, to bring it back to MLS. The anti-Ted yeah. uncle. Yeah. Yeah. If, you could, if he could have refed in football, it, we would be talking about refereeing in such a different light. Let's put it that way. Um, the big question I had on here uh, about the Atlantic game is, where was Nahar? I mean, in my eyes, I thought he wouldn't have played because he was out in... Because it was on a t- on on fake grass. So, and his knees and things, I'd have expected him not to play. But... It was said in the pre-match that he was available. Um, I don't know what happened there. And then the other thing for that game was the Galazzos. The amount of great goals in that game was just unbelievable. It was just fantastic. Um, you had the Barco goal, you had Felipe's goal, you had Flores's goal. Oh, and all the respect oh. to Felipe, man. He, yes. if anyone on this team deserved what ha- deserved a strike, a wonder strike like that, it was Felipe Martins, man. Uh, he yeah. coming back from his ACL, oh, and and hopefully Flores, his strike gets the gets the confidence going, gets the the boys buzzing. And he starts to hit his form because, man, does he have some? He has some moments. Yeah, he really and that's does. Why I, I can't give up on him. You know what I mean? Because he, he yeah. does things like he did. You do things like that, you get those moments, and it's just fantastic. Yeah, it's just it's awesome. So hopefully that'll keep going. Um, just a, a couple of things. Uh, Naha still questionable for tomorrow, which I did see. Yes. Um, Nahar and Reyna are both questionable. Yes. Um, are we? Do we want to do the full injury report now? Because there's an added person to the outlet yes. that's kind of well, important. I was going to say, let's move on to this weekend's fixture. Um, I'll just run through a couple of little things about it um, before we do go on to that injury list. So, yes, we are playing Cincinnati tomorrow. Eastern time, 7.38 p.m. kickoff. Uh, over here on this side of the pond in the UK, it is at 38 minutes past midnight for... Emma in Belgium, that's 1.38. In yes. Turkey, that is 2.38 a.m. And on the West Coast, that is 5.38. Just to cover all the time zones that yeah, are in the I, DC I got, UK I, group. I'm going to give my I'm gonna give my little time, time zone kerfuffle story because 2019 uh, season, I was in Belgium for a little bit. That was like the last time yeah. I like actually missed a game was actually the FCC game where Rooney had a brace. I was in Paris and I didn't want to watch the game because I wanted to spend time with my girlfriend in Paris. Sue me, I mean, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So I was in Belgium and I was looking at the sco- I was looking at the schedule and the scores and I didn't realize that the the app auto adjusts to whatever time zone you're in. And so yeah. I thought that they I had tickets to the the Rooney the supposed Rooney Zlatan matchup that never actually happened. Yeah. Right. And it was like a it was a re- it was nas- obviously nationally televised game all those stuff back in the day when DC had like four because we had Wayne Rooney yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, back in the day, 2019. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but I thought that they had flexed it from the seven or eight o'clock kickoff to the, like the one to 2 PM kickoff. 
And I didn't realize that it was actually 1 or 2 a.m. because I was in the Belgian time zone at the time. I got so worried because I had things. I was like, no! Like, it was like a Friday night game, and then they pushed it to, like, Saturday afternoon. And I was like, this is horrible. Why would they do this? Because <laughs> I couldn't go if it was on the Saturday. I had other things yes. on the Saturday. And I was like, oh, but it, it was just a time zone thing. I looked yeah. real stupid about 15 minutes after I got really up in arms over nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, ni- it's nice for me that they automatically do it because I don't have to work yeah. things out. But, yeah. yeah um, it's, I've, I've experienced the grind. I watched uh, one game late at night. I yeah. think it was an Atlanta game at Mercedes. So yes. we lost, I believe, or we drew, something like that. Yeah. But it was 2019. There were a lot of losses and draws. And somehow we made it into the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know how that actually happened. But, you know, hey, um, yes, the grind is real. Let's put it that way for us over here in Europe. I um, respect it. I don't know how we do it. I really don't know how we do it. Coffee, I think, is the big thing. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yes. Um, right. So, yeah, so those are the times that we're kicking off um, around the world. Uh, it is live on dcnight.com. Uh, NBC Sports Washington and for us over here in the UK it's on free sports uh, so it's on free to air TV which is awesome it is national as well so it's not as if it's a local thing um, so if you've got free view um, or if you go on to uh, free TV, you can actually watch it online for free as well and it will be uh, the when they do it on on that channel, they always use the local, the home team's uh, feed. So it will be Dave Johnson um, on our TV on our TV Hopefully screens. Hopefully, you'll get to hear it's in the net oh, multiple times. I, th- I think we will be all right on that one. I think there will be a few goals on this one. Generally speaking, though, it's it. not a tie that usually has a lot of goals. Four-one, um, uh, I think, is the largest. It is the largest. That, that was the first. That was the first game between the two sides. That was the Actually, game no, sorry. I missed. The second that was the game. game I missed. Yeah, yeah, we had a friendly in the start of that At season. Nippert Stadium. Yes, that was a really nice stadium. That one, but then their new 19, one, one of the oldest, the oldest active stadium in MLS when it was being used because it was, was built it? in 1912. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you it's, go. it's the Cincinnati Bearcats, the college football stadium. Oh, there you go. You come for the soccer. It's you stay for the facts for the, for the episode. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, so there's been six ties between the two sides. Uh, we've won two when we've drawn four and there's been we've scored seven and conceded three so there's only been ten goals in six games that are not really high scoring apart from that 4-1 um, which goes to show two zero zero draws one being yeah. I think Lasada's first no the Montreal game was his first 0-0 yes. it's the second 0-0 of his entire coaching career I know I love that fact that was that's a great stat that was that was a great stat until he until it ruined it until it wasn't you know until it was yes. no longer a stat yeah yeah um so yeah so the new injury report who is the new guy on our injury list Juan Chope is out he's injured we don't know why no idea because Losada was very to his chest with the injuries yesterday and his press availability um another notable on the questionable list is Drew Scundridge yeah seeing as he seems to be loved by Losada and rightfully so guy plays his butt off week in and week out he's earned his playing time and the group seems to like him as well i remember the uproar from his teammates when he finally got called up because i believe he was that last guy sent down or that last guy cut in training camp 
Yeah. So him getting called up really, I think, bolstered a lot of the team's spirits. And he seems like a great guy. Um, yeah. He's, so I, I hope he's. I hope. I hope all of our questionables are in, are on the bench. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't want. I don't wish any injuries on anyone. Well, no, you but my not. prediction comes down to the questionables. I'll be yes. honest. <laughs> and I think uh, Roberta is still a questionable for however as, long it's as been. As always. Though. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I understand it. I, maybe we'll see him on the bench this time because of Juan Chope being out. Yeah. I think him coming into the fold and playing as well as he has has kind of allowed DC to keep Roberta recovering making sure that he's good to go because he had like an, he had, he had a surgery like, like last year, the year before we brought him in. And then there was an injury issue and you know, all the aggravations similar to what we're seeing with Paul right now. Yeah. And you know, which side of the street do you want to walk on? Do we want our DP playing, which makes sense. He want, we should have him playing. Or do we want our young 23 year old, 24 year old striker who we don't necessarily have a full evaluation on. And it's not really, it's not really fair to him if our full evaluation is on his him at seventy five percent. Exactly. Yeah. We, I. I. I'm happy for him to just take his time and just make sure he's fully fit. Because yeah. And if we if seeing and we'll see how the off season shakes out. I could see him being the starter next year. No. Yeah. No questions. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, unless Kamara just keeps on keeps on chugging along. I don't know what his contract situation looks like because no. I don't know if we move on from him. I sell him at a high. I don't know. Yeah. That's it. We could do that. That's. It, it all it all depends on how well we have the we have the ability to completely change our roster this year. Yeah, this offseason we have the ability to move on from like half the people that are currently rostered on the team. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So it's I would expect with a brand new retooled front office, a brand new retooled coaching staff, apart from Chad Ashton, um, to just be completely turnover ready. Like we're yeah. gonna bring in new guys, we're gonna bring in fresh fresh blood. We'll see. I I don't know. It reminds me of um, what could happen. What could happen this year is what happened about four or five years ago, where we ended up with only fifteen players at the yeah at the, at the start of the off season, and then we had to really rebuild. Yeah, back and up I think from I that. think we have the ability to move on from sixteen players, so we could be down to like fourteen because yeah. it's a thirty man roster in MLS. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's an exciting time, and I'm I'm glad that we've got um, the likes of uh, Lucy Rushton in. Um, yes, I think she's going to be fantastic for us. You look at what yeah. she did with Atlanta. You look um, before that; she was at Reading over here in the UK. She's done really good things where she's been. So it's yeah, nothing is, time. No, there's nothing to tell us that she's not going to do a fantastic job here. Exactly. So it is awesome. Uh, things to look out for against Cincinnati is obviously the big, the big player, uh, Lucho Acosta. We all know yeah. about him, don't we? Yep. Um, can I just, he is returning. Um, I'm surprised it's with Cincinnati, to be honest. I wasn't expecting that, but you know, money talks. Um, but Knauss has said that he's looking forward to going up against them, especially as he missed the last game. Um, it could be a good tight battle in that center of midfield, um, especially if we really nullify him because what will happen is Acosta. And you've probably noticed this when he played for DC is if he's really not oh, getting yeah. into the game, he just drops deeper and deeper. And you see that. And, and, and you're starting to see that more and more with FCC as well. It, it's 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 weird. There's like a cycle of Luciano yeah. Acosta. There's like a two-year cycle. And for all that he did for DC, I thank him for that. 2018, 
twenties that 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 section where he was bef- pre Rooney, where he was the guy. Thank you, and that magical Lucha Rui season. Thank you even more, right? Yeah. But with how it all shook out in twenty nineteen, I'm happy we've parted ways. I don't necessarily want him back. I think that bri- I think that ship has sailed. I think that bridge is burned. Whatever analogy you want to use, yeah. And I think he's starting to get that happened in Atlas. Yeah. And then he came back to MLS with Cincy and you're starting to see it with Cincy because Cincy is bad. Yes, they are horrendous. I don't know how they've managed to get that bad. With the talent they've got, I don't understand it. Yeah. Brenner doesn't even have two goals. Brett, what? It seems yeah, once. Their leading score, their leading score against uh, up to last week. I read a match preview for the Hell Is Real derby from like two or three weeks ago. Their leading scorers were Kubo and uh, Lacurdia, the Dutch forward yeah. who they signed from Brighton. And they have two goals apiece. Each of them have two. Wow. I'll double check that. I'll run that back. But yeah, I don't That's... think Brenner's been the player they hoped he would be. Yeah. Because they've probably looked at him on Football Manager and thought he's he's a great little player. Well, Uh, everybody thought he was a great player, and I think he still is. I just think he's in Cincinnati. I and 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 you know it's it's Yopstam, you know. (laughs) Yeah, their coach is. Oh, if Olsen and him got together when he was a coach, oh my God, would we have been in for some horribly boring. Oh, that would be pretty. Oh no, I guess I, I, I guess Brenner has. I guess I guess Brenner has. He's got he's got seven. Okay, so it's not it's not been as bad as like last year Cincinnati, yeah. which was bad. I mean, yeah, um, I mean that since Cincinnati have been in MLS, they've been they've been bad. bad. Yeah. yeah, and and it's it shows why there is such a large skill gap between USL and MLS. Yeah. You the can't USL just teams. buy it, but yeah. you can buy your way into MLS, but you can't buy success. You can't buy your wins. No, no. And that's the great, that's the great part about the salary cap and the great part about competition in this yep. league is that you can't just buy your wins. And where did, did Atlanta buy a win from us last week? Probably not for the, not through the ref, not through officiating. I would never say that, but through their, their skilled players are much better than ours. Yeah. yeah. And that's likely because of Lucy, Lucy Rushton. And yeah. her being able to identify that talent. Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe that's on the way for us. Yeah. I mean, you look at Martinez, Barco, Bello. Arujo coming off the bench. Yeah. Mare- Marcelina Moreno. Sosa they, they, in the just... back line. And they didn't even have their best. They didn't have Miles Robinson. They didn't no. even have their best center back. No. So, it's a shame. They're, I would never, they're a better I would... team. That they're, they were a better team being held back by a bad coach. And that yeah. was the same situation for DC last year. And, and I'm not saying Ben Olsen is a bad coach. He was just didn't fit the squad anymore. Yeah. His time was up. Yeah. The, the coach is the fourth. The, the fourth DP in MLS is the coach. It straight up is. There's no yeah. cap on him. You can bring in whoever you want. Yeah. Just bring in a good coach, and they can get leaps and bounds better progress out of players. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you look at Lasada, but then you look at uh, Orlando. They've brought in yeah. a great coach, uh, Oscar Pereira. I think it is. I believe so. Yeah, and I, I mean, Atlanta's a great. Atlanta's still a great. Yeah, thing of that this year, they brought in Hines. He was bad. He was like, 
Lasada, but the dark timeline, right? He was running them to, to death. He, he was that no Marvel water breaks, wasn't he? Practice on off days. He was that he was that guy. Yeah. And then they bring in um Pineda, the guy that we were the guy who yeah. may might have been our coach had we had not found Losada or however that shook out. I don't yeah. know. I'm not privy to that information. Um, but yeah, he could have been our guy, and it looks like he's got him rejuvenated, albeit yeah. A lot of times that interim guy into the new guy, there's the you get one to two seasons where the players are just like, heck yeah, Chad Ashton last year, perfect example of it. Yes. Yeah. The the guy comes in and it's like, let's go. We got our guy. And the players re- the players respond to him very well because they're used to the old guy. And they play well on the they they get good results. Yeah. And two, three years down the line, they're just like, I lost the locker room. And that's it. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what will happen with Pineda when they start, get to their first bad run of form. How yeah. how does yeah. he get them out of that? Does he yep. does it just continue when he gets sacked, or is he able to turn around? Yeah, that's always the the big test of a of a manager is can he get them through that rough patch? So, yep. and you look at Lasada, we did have a rough start, and with especially with the injuries and the fact that we had so many players out, and it just we couldn't settle on a consistent lineup, and we couldn't fill yeah. out the bench, and then you look at us now, and it's just yeah he's i am so glad we have lasada we're in a very similar situation injury wise it's just we have a deeper roster in terms of numbers yeah and we've got a playing style and identity that suits the players who are on the team and gets results yeah that and 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 players want to play Uh, that's the big thing nobody wants to play yapstam ball everyone wants to play lasada ball yeah and again, I will just put out there. I coined that. You you did. I did coin the side of ball back in the day. Oh, I, but uh, yeah. I, right. Let's get be, some predictions a, done. I think it'll be. A, I think it'll be a fun game. Yeah. Tomorrow, I think it'll be fun. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have a good time as I yeah. usually do. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. Yop Stom loves to play. Benny Ball, for lack of a better term, yeah. That park the bus and counterattack, and he's got players to do it. You know, Gayu is questionable. Um, if he's on the field, that could be that could spell problems for a DC United backline that maybe yeah. without Andy Nahar and Tony, Al- and definitely not without Tony Alfaro. Because um, if we're starting Pines, Burnbaum, Briant. Pines is going to have to get moved around and basically shadow Acosta or Gayu or Brenner because they got speed. Again, it's the same issue that plagued us against Atlanta. They got speed on the counterattack because they'll sit back, 10 people behind the ball, crunched into the box. Yeah. And then they'll just, as soon as they get, as soon as they see the overload, they're gone. Because they got that speed and they can they can just react. And that's yeah. how they could steal a point tomorrow. That's how they'll do it. I don't Ooh. think they'll win. But I wouldn't be surprised if we're starting a back line with the geriatric Fred Briant. Yeah. And the recovering Steve Birnbaum. Um I, I could see a, a one one shithouse okay. draw. I could yeah. see it because the second they get that the second they get that goal, it's just 
lockdown. Just it's basically they're just gonna instead of lining up for the kickoff like a traditional lineup, they'll just all pack into the box, and DC will just be like, "What are we supposed to do with this?" Yeah, especially because a lot of our chances come from crosses. Gressel true. delivering in balls into the box is how we get a lot of our goals. Yeah, and they've got the like I think it's the Jeff Cameron there now the, as what, well. What was that? They've got Jeff Cameron and at the yes, back. Yes, I believe. Yeah, yes, yes, they, yes, so, they do. Yeah, they, they got, they got, they got the cold rainy night in Stoke. Yes, they got the big guys at the back, so it's gonna be. Yeah. it will be tough. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna put through a again a reason why Juan Chope might actually be missed on Saturday yeah. because uh, his ability to hold his hold up play is great. Granted, he won't he won't shoot the ball, but he'll. I know. I mean, he, he'll, he'll get try. the goalie to go all the way to the other side of the net. Yeah, he'll, he'll have shoot. a wide open shot. He just won't take it. <laughs> oh, right. I'm going to put a couple of uh, predictions up on screen. Um, we have the first one, 4 0. Very uh, optimistic there. Yeah. Right. I, think, I, think that's, again, I think that's from Daniel, that one, from the sounds of it. I mean, yeah, I can't quite the, get from it from the pessimists. The, yeah, yeah. No. So I won't say that. I. I and again, all of my predictions hinge on our back line. So I'm going to give yeah. two. I'm going to give two oh, okay. here. For the back line consisting of Stephen Birnbaum in the middle, yeah. Donovan Pines on the left, and Andy Nahar on the right. Yes. I see a 3-0 to 3-1 win. Okay. With the back line of Steve Birnbaum, of Fred Briant in the middle, yeah. Donovan Pines on one side, and Steve Birnbaum on the other. I yeah. don't know the result. I'm going to say 2-1 win to be optimistic. But, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a 1-1 draw. Yeah. Because if there's anything we've seen out of this series is that both teams, we've had both sides be down to nine men and hold out for a 0-0 draw. Yes. Okay? That, that is and a scary if, thought. And that was before Jeff Cameron. Yeah. That, you know, and DC needed to win that game to get a home playoff game. And arguably the reason why we crashed out of the playoffs in 2019 was because we stumbled out of the gate and we faltered and we lost that home playoff game. And in 2018, we hurtled into the playoffs. We rocketed into the playoffs. And hopefully we'll be able to do that this year. We're in a very similar situation, a very similar situation to 2018 without the superstars in Acosta and Rooney, but we've got the superstar head coach. Yeah. In my opinion, coach of the year, it's going to go to Bruce Arena because they're going to set a points record. And how do you not mm-hmm. give it to the guy who sets the points record? Yeah. I don't care. The turnaround I've seen from this squad from 2020 and 2019 to 2021, yeah, Bruce Arena could only dream of getting that kind of resounding out of his players. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I think that New England might even have better has better players than us. They do. Yeah, I think Lasada with a New England team. I think I I'm not I'm not saying invincible, but very 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 as. good team, yeah. better in the standings than New England is right now, and that's yeah. saying something. Yeah, exactly. Right, I'm going to throw. Excuse me, another uh, prediction up on screen. We have a three-one uh, DC win. Uh, so we got that one from David there, and I. Oh well, actually. He's also predicted goal scorers. Ariola breaks two, Canals with a red goal, and Kamara with a pay, with a PK. Of course, Kamara with a PK. Yeah, Fair. wouldn't wouldn't argue with that. Canals should have had a goal on Saturday. 
last yeah. Saturday. You should have them. Yeah. I and see then, it. Ariel should have had them on Wednesday. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and then if Briant is in, we need a four-man back line. We'll I think see. We, yeah. I, we'll see. They will never happen Lasada, because this is Lasada. Yeah. He's a three-man. Well, Lasada has always said, and he said this in his Q&A, that he doesn't have a preferred formation. And that his formation shouldn't reflect his own personal beliefs, but the group's beliefs. Yeah. And the players they've got. So we'll see. Yeah. I could see it. If it's if if Breon's in, he's not playing. If we're playing a four man back line, he's not playing. Yeah, he's on the bench. Yeah, because he's because it's only they're, two they're central rocking, defenders. They're, or they're playing, or even or even better because it's a pacey side again. We see Joseph Mora play center back because we saw him do that earlier this year. It's true. Yeah, we could see Joseph Mora playing center back over Breon at this point, just because we need that pace. Yeah, because um, they're, they're a fast. They're a very fast attack. We yes, they do. Another prediction coming in. 3-0 uh, from yeah, Victor there. I mean, Again, I can the see thing that about happening. This game, this, this game, anything is possible. Yeah. The only eventuality I don't see is a loss. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, don't see a loss. I, yeah. I, I just don't. They're second to last in the East. We're a better team. Yeah. They might have better players, but they're not motivated. I, I wouldn't even say they've uh, got better players than us. I think they've got... They've, they, couldn't they've, win a, they couldn't win a home game. In their brand new stadium for over a month. I mean, it was it was horrible that run that they had. Yeah, and they only just managed to beat Toronto, so it wasn't exactly yeah, and the, which is last place in the league. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't exactly call that a great win, but uh, yeah, I don't see us getting beat. Um, I see us winning this one. Um, I'm going to go with Victor's uh, of three nil. I don't, fair. I don't, I don't see them until really attacking. Until I see, yeah, until I get more clean sheets out of bill i don't i'm not calling clean sheets just yet and, okay. and maybe that's just me being scared from the yeah. kempen era the kempen stretch where yes. it's like i know we're gonna concede one or two every game i'm yeah. just gonna always i'm gonna always throw up a goal we're gonna yeah. concede at least one especially yeah. with the backline woes we're having right now yeah because yeah. yeah, it, it does depend on the on the three players we have bill, at the back. bill can only do so much and he does plenty already yeah yeah yeah, if Nahar's at the back, it's a lot more confident than when he's not there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, if not his defending, which has statistically been very good this year, the only thing yeah. that he's lacking is winning aerial duels, but he's not tall enough to really be as dominant. We would as never a, expect that from him. No, he's not, he's a yeah, he's a right back playing center back. And yeah. who would have thought that that would have been the right play? I, yeah. I, here's You want to go back to FIFA 22. He's got three-star skill moves. What? And his dribbling is under eighty. It's the pace. This is the guy who put. This is the guy who put World Cup champion Blaise Matuidi in his back pocket on multiple yeah. occasions. Making him just making him fall over. Just, just he takes he takes the soul of at least three defenders a game. How does he not have five star skills? For those who don't play FIFA, five stars is the max. It's a it's a it's a weird rating. Don't ask me why, but it's yeah yeah. He's got a better weak foot than skills? Are you kidding me? Hands up. I don't... Yep. It's, that, it's that emoji. Yeah. I. Yep. Fix yourself, right. EA. Before we wrap up today's show, um, we've got that fan question in, um, which is from Victor. I think it's uh, Victor who's been up in the chat already. And he asked me on Instagram earlier, what positions do we need more quality depth players in? It's a great question. So, 
it's a, it's a great question, especially because we're working with a max roster right now, yeah. right? So there's it would involve moving on from some players. And I think the key point in the question is quality depth because we've got depth everywhere. Yes. We've got depth at every position. We have got a plethora of what we've got. A, we've got a great – our center midfield yep. is, is, is wealthy and deep. Yep, stacked. Especially considering you could play Assad there at the very worst. You could play yeah. Skundrich there at the very worst. I mean, he's naturally an eight yeah. or a six, but he hasn't really shown that at this level yeah. in MLS. Yeah. Um, you know, center of the park, I think we're fine. I don't know. Again, I don't know how the contracts all work out off the top of my head. The wings were kind of set. I mean, yeah. striker and center back, I guess. Quality depth, yeah. right? I yeah. think we were going into the season thinking Kamara was quality depth. Um, and, you know, quality had air quotes on it. But yeah. we knew what he could do in MLS. There was always that potential he could reach the Columbus Kamara, the LA Galaxy Kamara that we we brought him in for. Yeah. But I think pressing matter, center back. We need – Yes. We need somebody other than Fred Briant. And I love Fred Briant. He has been – a, a rock and a statue in literally this season, but in defense yeah. for the last three, four years, he's been solid. He has yeah. not been great. He has not been best 11, but he's been team of the week. Yeah. Every, consistent. Uh, consistent. And he scored, he scored a goal this year. Yeah. I, I he's, 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 he's steady Freddie, you know, he's, yeah. He's just you know there. you know what you generally get from him right which isn't but this year the wheels kind of have fallen off he's old his he's age 35 is starting five now 36? 35 34 yeah he's like basically Lasada's age yeah he's he's he, and they played I together mean, he's got they his coaching teammates. matches hasn't he yeah you know? so well, he's already yeah, started yeah, he got, to go to that his, for those of you who don't know he got his U.S. coach's license um, he did a lot he did his like experience work with the DC United Academy so. I could see him transitioning into that kind of role in the offseason. I don't know what his contract looks like. If he's got another year of playing, I'm sure he's going to want to play. Yeah. But if this is the end of his year, if this is the end of his contract, I'm, I'm glad. And I hope he does. I think he's a good locker room guy. Yeah. Nobody's spoken anything bad about him. He seems to really – it's so cool to see the veterans and the homegrowns interact. Um, yeah. You know, watching warm-ups and stuff like that. Like when I went to Red Bull for the Red Bull game uh, last week, it was so cool to see – uh, Chris Seitz uh, go out at during that pre-second half warm-up session and just play pass with Griffin Yao and Moses Nyman. Yeah. And I was like, wow, look, he's got two more kids already. You know what I mean? They they looked like a they looked like a family unit. Like it, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's good though. And, that's that's and how it's good. It should it's be. great. Yeah. And 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 just that's the one thing that DC has never locked in, and that's a bad locker room. Yeah, the locker room has never been bad in DC. From my following of the team, it's always seemed like a great place to be, yeah. and I think that that goes up to their veterans in Felipe, in Steve Birnbaum, in Fred Briant. So I would love to see him transition into being a, a coach for the program, but I don't see him playing past this season. No, no, no. Um, Alfaro is if Alfaro is our last center back on the death chart. Great. If he can continue to replicate what he's played like today, that's amazing. But if we go out and we get, I don't know, 
a solid center back, maybe to even displace Burnbaum. Yeah. I would love that. Um, because Burnbaum's getting up there in age two. He is, yeah. He's no spring chicken anymore. And I I love that I love I love the guy, you know. Great player when he's healthy, but he hasn't really been healthy the last two years either. So if we get another guy in that can maybe ease his minutes off, then we might see some old burn bomb again. So you never know. Yeah. But center back, I think that's the top position. Yeah. I I totally quality depth. Yeah. We've got depth everywhere, but quality depth. Yeah. Center back. Yeah. Center back, I I would agree with the striker as well. Yeah. And and the reason I say that is because we don't know what Roberta looks like. Yeah. If Roberta is a world beater and, you know, the three games we've actually seen him play in, he scored two and three. Yeah. And he's looked good. He yeah. fits. Yeah. I Him and Kamara are very similar players. It's true. It's very, very true. Roberta's 23 and Kamara's 30-ish. Late 30s or yeah. early, late 20s, early 30s, somewhere in that range. Yeah. It's- and so if, 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 if Nigel is what Nigel is, if Nigel is what Kamara is next year, I'll take that. And that's oh, great. 100%. Yeah. And, and that's quality depth because we'll, I don't know if Kamara's got another year on his deal. He slides into that second position. Obviously, Juan Chope has probably moved on unless we get him at a very low price because we're not paying his $1.1 million salary. No, we're paying half of it. We're paying 200K. We're paying oh, 200K. Just a 200K. 200. Just 200. We got him for a fifth of what Minnesota was paying him. Bargain. So, at, at He's been he's been great for yeah. that. I'll take him for a league minimum, effectively. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I don't think we'll be able to hold on to him for a league minimum. No, not at all. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, yeah, we will. Um, but yeah, I think that answers that question quite nicely. Is for that, yeah, we need. We think we need quality central depth. central defenders and central attackers. That's what yeah. we need. The midfield's sure. fine, well. assuming we don't move on from anyone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but again i don't know come next season i have no idea who's gonna be on this team i don't no. i know it's it's an exciting time for options. us yeah it, it i could honestly see a scenario where there are like two people from the starting 11 playing in the starting 11 next season come kickoff yeah and i think that and i think that in all honesty could be like andy nahar and like kevin paredes but i don't even think paredes well, I don't know if Paredes will I, be around or not. No, I think I think he shifts on and moves to Europe. I yeah yeah yeah. I don't know. I would want a, a if I were him, I'd want a year of better deliverable stats. The intangibles mm. are there. The potential is there. But he's got yeah. one goal, two assists over twenty yeah. some games at this point. I'd want a season where I'm scoring more. I guess because he's playing yeah. in an attacking role and he's had the chances. Yeah. Oh, we'll but, see. You know, I can't complain. If he moves, he moves. And if we make him, if we're going to make money off of it, make money. Yes. Yeah. We would need so, to make some good money, wouldn't we? But we, uh, he, needs to be, he needs to be more valuable than Chris Durkin and Andy Nahar were when they moved. So, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. Right. That's it. We've, uh, we've come to the end. So I, I want to send my thanks to you, Angus, for coming yeah, on. Of course. And, uh, anytime. Being on Hopefully the show, can come on more often in the future. Yeah, absolutely. You you'll be welcomed back. Um, all, all that's left to do really is to uh, let the good folks out there know where they can find you on on social media. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Um, on Twitter, uh, you can follow me there. That's where I tend to send out my soccer hot takes and stuff like that. It's uh, Angus Long Nine. Um, 
A and L are capitalized. I don't know if that makes a difference. And then on Instagram, uh, it's angus.s.long, no capitalizations. There you so, go. That's where you can find me. Um, if you want, drop a follow. That's fine. Uh, sign up for the DC United Kingdom supporters group. I'm in that Twitter group chat. That's yes. how I got on this show. It's so, absolutely awesome on there. Dude, um, it's great. It's a great match day vibe. I'm in three different match day chats for the away days, for the away games at this point. It's a blur. I spend more time looking at my phone than I do sometimes watching the game at certain points because I'm just like trying to catch up with all the conversations. But a fanta- it's, it's fantastic. And the the regular game the regular days are also cool because it's a it's a cool it's a cool group of people yeah i, th- I think so if you haven't joined joined that that's all i'm saying there you go i can't i can't say any more than that really um that's a great endorsement so um if you're following me on twitter if you're not it's this uh it's popping up on screen it is at dc united kingdom facebook and instagram it is at dc united kingdom fc if you want to support the show in any way just head to this link, which is bio.link forward slash DC United Kingdom. And if you do want to come and join us, uh, just head over to dcnightkingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, and that's it. That's all we've got time for this week. Um, it has been a bumper show. Um, it's been great chatting to you, Angus. I think it's been an absolute fantastic banter that we've had today. Um, and for you guys out there, thank you for watching um if you're watching uh, if you watch the live stream thank you if you're watching this after thank you Rugwen. and if you're listening to this thank you for listening to this this is almost an hour and 40 minutes it's like a full match with added time how about that how about um, you start us off at kickoff and you just let us talk over actually if you're on the away broadcast yes if, if you're, you're on the away broadcast Johnson, just just keep, listen keep, to us keep dave and devin up there but if you're listening yeah. to whoever is the cincinnati guy then you don't want to listen to them anyways no just put us over yeah absolutely oh look kamar's taking a penalty right now there we go there's your commentary guys i know we play by play and we've won eight nil there we go oh man (laughs) oh if we win eight nil i i drive to the games i will be metroing home if it is an eight zero victory i will not be no i will be getting my car on sunday morning then you'll be covered in beer I will need a shower. I need a shower after most games, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I, I might need to, to spray myself off with a garden hose before I go inside. <laughs> yes, I think that would happen. But yes, um, so yes, good luck to DC this weekend. Um, let's hope we bring we bring the three points. We bring plenty of goals and lots of entertainment. So until probably next week, vamos United, vamos.